0: Am I supposed to go now? Oh. <laughs> you didn't point. You just... I saw the screen do the thing, and I'm, like, over You're here like doing... Here we go. I'm doing, like, Darth Vader voices <laughs> over here. He's a, he just, like, starts for it.
1: I you to finish that one, so I could start it. <laughs> uh, you We're know, off to folks, a rolling start. No,
0: no, folks, you just... This is us. You It's real. If y'all were to take like just 15 minutes before the podcast, the things we have fun about and the stupid things we laugh at, and all the times we've fired Elijah so far. <laughs> Easy E's been fired, what, 100 you, you know what we need times? to do
2: is keep a tally on the wall yeah.
0: behind
1: the computer. Dude, I'm not even upset about being fired. You're just making my life with the IRS significantly more difficult. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm most
0: upset about. That's clever. That's clever. <laughs> that's I, clever.
2: I, just, I picture his LinkedIn profile, years of employment, like from You're... August 2022 to <laughs> September 2022, then September 2022 to October 2022.
0: <laughs> September 2022 to <laughs> September 2022. Right. <'cause> it's, <laughs> it's each week, to... isn't it? <laughs> you know, Elijah, the only reason you've kept your job is the people. They love you. They're rooting for I, me, E. I, I didn't even tell you. I had uh, somebody who had emailed me, and uh, I, why am I
2: easy? You're fired! Me. <laughs> Jeez, like <laughs> two inches off. You can't catch this. Anyways, <laughs> I had somebody who gave you a shout out, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody gave a shout out to Easy. So wow, he has a fan. What did they? <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> now nah, they would. It's a young kid who actually does like film and and like. He's got he's got some good work. He showed me some of his stuff. He's uh, to, but he—that's okay. what I'm talking yeah, to him okay. about. Hey, yeah, yeah. But he he even said in his email, he's like, hey, shout out to Easy E. So you know,
0: he's my got man, a fan. my man E's getting some merch soon. <laughs> about to get some merch. You know what what's <laughs> going to say? Start designing Easy E dot dot dot. And then in the back, it'll have a Trump finger. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> orange man's we, head please? orange man's hair will be on there ah can we please we have, to. we have to that's the best inside joke ever dude you have to listen to the podcast to know what we're talking about yeah so sign up subscribe review comment we just want you all to know no emotional damage has been done during these tapings at least not that it's we listen to exactly you know it's i've learned something if you have problems no one cares no one listens <laughs> That's good Christian advice. Yes, yeah, okay. Just nobody cares take about it you. take it from us. <laughs> take it from us, guys.
2: Easy E is a living example. No one cares. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, anywho's. Good morning. Welcome to a self-evident podcast. You got your boy Matt. You got your boy Mike. You got nope. your recently hired Easy E. Uh, easy E's on the <laughs> Easy's on the mend, man. He's he's I'm kidding. Easy's <laughs> e- not anything, on the you mend. Got, you got anything to add, bud? I mean, there's no trauma here. Uh exactly yeah, so yeah. guys thank Good you word. for yeah. tuning in appreciate that and uh uh you know we got some really cool stuff today I-, I think this topic's gonna be hot so yes if you guys haven't subscribed yet go to rumble go to Bitshoot, go to uh, all the stuff uh, youtube find us uh, yeah i mean especially if you're watching now go ahead and comment down below uh where you're coming from hashtag that word live liberated if you don't know how to spell that or don't know what i'm talking about see that thing behind mike said just hashtag Live Liberated. It's our moniker. It's what we've been using for a long, 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 long time. Thanks so and, much uh, so
2: we have a neon sign with it
0: on it. Yeah, we love that moniker. We live liberated. And so I'm. we're walking in something that we know already has been guaranteed to us by the Spirit of God, mm-hmm. by our Creator. Our founders wrote about it. <clears throat> they didn't give it to us. They codified it into this document called right. Declaration, Constitution, all that other stuff, which, again, is not the only documents that produce that. This is seven, 800 years of... Constant history produced into one document. So there's a lot of history that needs to be talked about. History done by flawed men who trusted in a big God for the most part. Yep. Flawed men who some didn't trust in the spirit of God, but were actually wise men, right? That put this document together. That knew God was real. The new God created and existed, and all that other stuff. They may not have believed it fully, but they knew something was out there, right? Yep. So you got the deist side. You got the I don't know so much about the atheist side, but there's like a lot of deism, a lot of Christianity. Uh, You know, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of enlightenment that happened, uh, especially from, you know, you know, different cats, Lockean theory and all these other things. Uh, I'm a Jeffersonian. I really like Jeffersonian's view on liberty or Jefferson's view on liberty, I should say. So when you see a lot of what's happening out there, by the way, to all of you who I'm being honest here, there's a lot of people that comment on our stuff now that are like nitpicky. And I'm saying a lot. I get it on different platforms. They're very nitpicky. Well, you said this word. You should have said this word. I'm a content creator. It's like, you know, <laughs> so create your. No, content. I mean, what I'm saying is like, dude, you can nitpick. You knew exactly what I was saying. Yeah. I, so I said uh, it was a comment I made last week. Allow me to rephrase, but I'm not going to rephrase it because it's still happening. No, I, I want to know what was about this it? So Muslim thing, about you know, because remember, we, we did a clip. I think it was a short or something like that it was on Instagram. I, I what, what, what frustrates me about it is. It's, it's not so much the content that we put out there. People can disagree with the content, but it's when they really? start disagreeing with a word. And it's like now you're not even looking at the content anymore, right? Yeah. It, was, it was what I said about we don't look at history with Muslims and the slaughter. Oh, yeah. And I said, we don't look at the history of, and, and, and all the slaughter that they do. He said, if you'd have said you, they did, it would be different. No, they still slaughter Christians, they still slaughter homosexuals. Now, now, is this up for controversy? Yeah, whether it, not- it is up for controversy, <laughs> according to him. Right. But th- this is just one example. But what I'm saying is, like, what was the point of the premise? We're not looking at history and saying, wow, the Muslims were all terrible. We should never believe or look at Africa. Right. They sold their own people in most cases to yeah. slavery. We don't look at Africa and say how terrible they were. Right. But we're remembering Columbus in this light of he was a genocidal maniac because he's white and he took over indigenous peoples and all this other stuff. That's my point, you know, so it's like if you're going to at least come to us with an argument, come to us with a better one, because you knew what I was saying. That's all I'm saying. If you're going to retort with us, take us out for coffee. matter of fact, I'll pay for it. Like, let's sit down. Let's have a discussion. Let's break bread. Do a Zoom call with me. I would love to dissertate with you on history. I would totally I'd be up for it if people wanted to do that. But don't give me a word. Like, give me something substantial yeah and it's frustrating because this has happened more than one time you know they try to well we need to be careful what we say no i don't dude they're still slaughtering people they still slaughter people Uh, but it's not all muslims yeah you
2: know what i mean and i won't get into the examples of because that's that's going down a rabbit trail but trust me there are plenty of examples that happen in the the muslim realm that don't happen in the christian realm
0: yeah but it's just yeah. it's, again. Anyway. It's, it's not so much the Muslim thing. Yeah, they, it's literally well, that. If you'd have said this word, the word didn't right. make a difference. It really didn't. You know, I know what I
2: was saying, and you know what I was saying. It is that that type of stuff drives me nuts, and the the insults and assumptions about who we are that always pop up the best right like i saw all the time I saw one the other day and i was so tempted to say something i and i didn't but i was so tempted to say something to the effect of i'm so glad you'll never be accused of having too much time on your hands to actually research what you're going to insult us with <laughs> like you obviously are so busy you're not going to bother to actually research us.
0: Yeah, you're just because gonna...
2: you're going to throw all this stuff at the wall that if you would have watched for at least 10 seconds you would have known you were incorrect about us. Exactly. 100%. But I... it happens all the time. It's it, like it does. A title I'll throw this at them. Yeah, you show how what uh... <laughs> I don't, oh, lack of, of focus you have in this focus. game. <laughs> but it's like, too, like, the, go ahead. I'm
1: I don't sorry. think people understand. We put the titles on our podcasts specifically to get people to click on them <laughs> because it's interesting titles that are eye-catching.
0: Right. It, yeah, and just the whole thing, too, is listen to the entire podcast right. and, and, and then judge it from there, right? But I think what's unique is when people, um, again, this isn't like, a oh, my gosh, that comment hurt me. No, make a valid comment. Like what we're telling you. What we're telling you is keep commenting, but like give me something substantial that I can like dissertate with you on. Like I can go, we can break bread. We can like, okay, cool. I see your point. I ain't gonna yell at you. I'm not one of those guys that's like you stinking moron, go back to your democratic (laughs) hole, poop. You know, like I don't do that stuff. Because you see that, right? From conservative people. See these idiots, useful idiots. I don't need to call you that, okay? What's funny is my fruit will show and so will yours. If I'm the idiot, then it'll show. It's on me. If you're the idiot, well, then it's on you, right? But right. I don't need to call you that. The fruit will show it. So I think for all of us, we need to start thinking about if either either my argument is crap or it holds weight and you can't defend it.
2: Yes. You and, see what I'm saying?
0: And that's,
2: that's why internet arguing is so ridiculous in my eyes because it, it's so rare that it's actually a discussion about the facts. It just becomes personal ad hominem attack attacks. And at that
0: point, you've lost it. You really have lost the argument. I can't tell you how many times we've been called Republican oh, Trump.
2: Trump. This, that one I was talking about. Trump supporter Christians. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's,
2: and in that podcast, I don't think we raised Trump's name once. I, how, many, <laughs> how often do we raise his right. name? Right. And you when know? we do, it's usually with a.
0: And here's what's crazy. Careful, Trump. Yeah. yeah we're not against all Republicans either. You know, it's yeah. not. it's not like that at all. We're just. We hold them all, all their feet to the fire. You know what I think it is, is we we're
2: kind of that Rorschach test for people politically because they see what they want to with us. True. You know, the, the Democrat or liberal can see where we, we say, I don't like Trump on this. I don't, I don't like what Trump did here. And they'll go, ah, see, they don't like Trump. And then the the conservative Republican side will say, oh, see, they supported Trump on this. So they're Trump supporters. You
0: know, like. <laughs> It's like, I, I, I haven't found one thing I support Biden on, so I would never be called a yeah, Biden supporter. that's true. Only because of that party, mostly, I'm sorry, can represent many of my values, the Republican Party. So when we're saying, man, I agree with that, way to go, you know, that's a agree way to go, like, when, 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 when. so last night we were watching a football game, right, for Cowboys. Mm-hmm. If the receiver is like, yeah, way to go, receiver. You caught the pass, touchdown. That doesn't mean I hate the quarterback. Right. And I prefer the receiver. I'm saying <laughs> go, team. Way to go. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's it's weird how, again, we, we divide. Which, look out for our book, Tribalism in America. It's going to be a good one. Working so, on it. Working on it. He's working on it. I pretty much talked on it. Anywhoas, uh <laughs> we, we're talking about the father. We're like, let's get, let's get, let's wedge Bring this whole thing back but around. Hard
2: segue all the way back through. into this topic. Can you, you think gotta, of a good segue? You, gotta,
0: you know, in the, in the, in the perfume, right here. Down the lane. Right here. Look in these eyes. Right here. Right here. What was I going to say? We're talking about fatherhood. Cause we need, cause we need to. internet arguments, fatherhood that most people, yeah. I dare say that there's a lack of fatherhood, which creates this insecurity that wants there to create that. No, I'm serious. Like there there, seriously, seriously, this is very serious. I think a lot of our insecurities come from the fact that maybe sometimes yep. our fathers weren't the best fathers. Now I'm not saying all insecurities come from bad fatherhood cause there are a lot of good fathers. You know, maybe that kid was just looking for something else and it's in them to, mm-hmm. to whatever, whatever. For the most part, there's a lot of lack of fatherhood, right? And so insecurities come up and you want to be the man. And so you want to play the man. So you, you know, right. find something to argue about because you want to elevate yourself in the status. I, there's, there's something to be said for that. If, you, if your confidence
2: and self-esteem at a shallow conversation topic, but with deep implications, right? Self-esteem and confidence, you know, these terms have become really just battered. I, I used to think you know.
0: self-esteem was sweat. Self-esteem. It's,
2: I'm it's, really it's not a, kidding. When that, I was
0: growing up. This I, is how this is how dumb I was. This,
2: this is gonna sound really bad. Esteem, like but was that kind of a result of being in a Mexican community? Like self-esteem. Ouch! <laughs> that, yes. No, I don't Actually, mean it as yes. an insult.
0: It's <laughs> just <Yes>. language. Because <laughs> my mom used to say, like, are you going to a school? <laughs> See? Thank you. So you know, you just kind of... Not insulted, just asking. He's insulted. That was a low-key white <laughs> no man's jab. That was, was a low-key white man's jab, and he knows it. My man, my man's trying to jab right now. He's hey, trying to be restless. Hey,
2: all I'm going to say is I'm having a spicy sandwich for lunch. I'm putting a lot of wow. mayo on it. I'm wow. putting a lot that, of mayo that on connotates. it on white bread.
0: That connotates Man, I, this the I lot take a I take a white person. I take a white Appropri- person Dude. shot
2: and he still gets offended. <laughs> it's appropriation, not appreciated. Oh, you okay. fired <laughs> <laughs> well. end of employment, October seventeenth,
0: twenty twenty two. <laughs> rehired.
2: Rehired. October eighteenth, twenty twenty two. No, he's still hired right oh, now. Yeah, we we run so it, so he's yeah. rehired. All right. October we'll seventeenth, Man, we gotta keep talent. Reduce pay.
0: No, no, you're right. But he did appreciate his culture. So I wasn't trying to correct you. He did appreciate his culture. He appreciated how much they steal from the Mexicans and the blacks. (laughs) I love this because I can. Go Go ahead. ahead.
2: We only gave you cars. That's a, you know, actually, Japanese did that.
0: That's a lie. That's that's a a lie. 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 That's a lie. I thought Germany actually invented the first car. It was like
2: 1870s, 1880s, something like that. That's true. We, Japanese gave us a, Japan. a whole new perspective on how to build cars they Americans us went, right can, to because Americans went the right way how to do it. If I can bolt a couple wheels to a frame, I've got a car. That's
0: America. Jap- that's America, yeah, man.
2: Japanese went. Oh, maybe we uh put a uh, more focus on it. <laughs> <That's> a-
1: <laughs> and you wonder why we get those comments. <laughs> you wonder
0: why we're shadow man.
1: Jeez. I was going to say they just did it
2: better than us. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: oh, boy.
2: Anywho, this is what happens when you
0: record at 730 in the morning.
2: <laughs> wow. So
0: back to fatherhood. Dude, he... <laughs> I think I push the line sometimes,
2: but man, all right. You know, when you and I are driving in the car and you're like, that's what we need on the pot right there.
1: That's
0: right. You asked for it. It's true. It's true. (laughs) I was actually going to go a step further than that. And I'm like, should I? I don't care. It's like, I need more focus. (laughs) I have an eye comment. (laughs) I don't want to make. It's really, guys, listen, we're all around. There's a saying I once heard. I don't discriminate against any one person. I hate them all. So, like, (laughs) we mock everybody. We mock everyone. I'm kidding. I don't hate anybody. I really don't. I don't. I don't think I hate. I I can't hate. You know, except the works of the enemy and you know those who seek to hurt our families. And I don't even hate them. I'm just more for their redemption. Right. So, when it comes to this kind of stuff, man, we're just having fun. And you all know it's true. That's why you're laughing. (laughs) You know inside you're laughing, and you know it because it's true. And this episode is satire. <laughs> so we avoid the racism. Yeah, exactly. It's it's all jokes. So, it's all-
2: <laughs> and and to get back somehow into the conversation, we're not just gonna talk about fatherhood. We're talking about priority, really is the Gross. biggest thing. But guess what? I think men really struggle from this tension of priority. And he and I were having some conversations, and we're going to get into these conversations because I think it's, it's useful for people to hear what's going on in our lives and, and what's going through our heads. But I'm going to read some stats for you because we're both fathers, and we've put these stats on before. We're going to do it once more. Families without a father are 44% more likely to raise children in poverty. 71% of all adolescent substance abusers come from fatherless homes twice as likely to commit suicide, 80% in psych hospitals are from fatherless homes, nine times more likely to drop out of school, 70% in juvenile correctional facilities come from fatherless homes. 60% of rapists come from fatherless homes. 20 times more likely to be incarcerated. 70% of teen pregnancies come from fatherless homes. 85% of, get this, 85% of all children who show behavior disorders come from fatherless homes, which is 20 times the average. More than 20 million children live in a home without a father. That's 33% without their biological father. 58% of black children, 31% of hispanic and 21% of white. The proportion of children living with just one parent rose from 9.1% in 1960 to 20.7 in 2012. This is insane. And we wonder why we have such problems, right? And
0: that's almost literally a percent every every what? 10 years? Yeah
2: give or take
0: you and, and as the population
2: grows and continues to grow too. very good point people don't think about that the population is growing but the percentage is growing at a faster rate than the population is
0: it's crazy it's craziness i think too um when you look at the absentee father and it's not all on the data you know because like there's a lot of good moms out there that are single moms are doing their best absolutely can't deny that and, and and to say that they can't do it nothing's impossible for the lord i really believe that spiritually nothing is impossible for god so if they lean on the lord Mm -hmm. he's gonna help and and do that stuff and you know all the all those things he'll keep your kids and and you know and and god god has promises but like i do think too what we've created in our society is a society that says we don't need structure we don't need authority we don't need someone ruling over us i find it ironic that we'll go with the left for a minute uh they really are big on no one has to rule over me there's you know their platform no god nothing right we don't need a structure yet they depend on government for everything so like you see that there's one central funnel and then as long as my central funnel keeps dripping me stuff i can live the way i want to live which is total prince popper uh, Mm method uh methodology uh that serfs and serfdom type type deal right but you're looking at the effect of what happens when you don't need a father. And, and I'm not going to go into why things are subsidized. We've all heard the stats and why things are subsidized. And if you don't have a dad, you're more likely to get the check, more kids you have, more checks you get. Type thing. I'm not going to get into all that. What I'm going to say is this is a call out to the father. And hear me out, dad. Okay. If, if something happens in your marriage, right, that, or, or let's say you had premarital sex, You had kids out of wedlock. This is on you now to be responsible for your kids, whether she wants you or not. It's your responsibility to be a dad to those kids while she's making it impossible. Then get on your knees fast and pray because those kids belong to you because you decided and she decided, both of you decided to consummate that bed, whether before marriage or after to have these children. So whose responsibility, who took the choice? Nobody put a gun to your head to have sex with this woman, to have kids, vice versa with her. So the responsibility is on you. And to leave our kids wayward is one of the most grossest, I would say, I would say, and this is going to sound really harsh, and I pray it not, I pray it convicts you. That is seriously, I think to me, if God cannot do that with his children, why would we do that with ours? You see what I'm saying? Why neglect our children and let them be left for the wolves? And it's, right,
2: it's a wicked proposition because absolutely. Thank you. Because that's a great way to put it. Like, like you're saying, okay, we're going to create this kid, and then, well, this kid gets in the way of my priorities, so I, you know, push him to the side. He'll be all right or whatever. But that's that's why it's so wicked. Is you took that choice, you. It, it, I can hear them now saying, "What about rape?" Please put that aside. We're talking about two individuals coming together and saying, "Hey." I really like you. You like me. Let's do this, right? You have a consequence, whether consequence can be used good or bad, the term. You have a consequence of your actions. You all of a sudden cannot be just about yourself because guess what? The consequence created a new life. You are now responsible for that new life. And Massey and I were, have been having this discussion and I'll let him get into the specifics of it, but we've really been talking about taking a, an evaluation of where are your priorities in life? And it's so easy to get your priorities skewed, whether father or mother, yeah. get your priorities skewed and guess who suffers the child. The child. Watch
0: right. this. This is a story from D.L. Moody. You got to get this book called Sowing and reaping a little bathroom book. And I just want to read the story to you. And hopefully this hits your heart, especially you who, who, who are a father, but didn't have a father. All things old have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And there's a lot of scripture I can use to back that up, but I just want to tell you a story real fast, okay? It's, it, this is uh, D.L. Moody. He said, parent, what seed are you sowing into your family? Are you setting your children in a good or a bad example? Are you training them for God and for righteousness? The story is told that a man once said he would not talk to his son about religion. The boy should make his own choice when he grew up, unprejudiced by him. Isn't that a common theme today? Uh, it says the boy broke his arm, and when the doctor was setting it, the boy cursed and swore the whole time. Ah, said, doc, said the doctor to the father, you were afraid to prejudice the boy in the right way, but the devil had no such fear. He has led your son in the other way. The idea that the father is to let his children run wild is preposterous. Nature alone never brings forth anything but weeds. <sighs> that line, camp on
2: that line.
0: There's, you know, what's oh, funny, we've so used cool. this before when we talked about sin what's unique about the field we're we're sowing seeds right but do you ever notice you never have to water weeds right they grow on their own you okay. never have to water them and they keep growing up and if you have a question just look at your lawn oh yeah yeah right? you didn't plant those you've been doing your best to aerate your lawn if you care about your lawn which i kind of do you know i mean it's I, growing it's, it's thicker I like except when you guys there. park on my lawn and let the oil drip on it but that was that was that was insecure that was my daddy never taught that, me that, how to confront well. That.
2: <laughs> I think you should confront your neighbor who complained <laughs> yeah. about us parking in the street.
0: <laughs> oh, we should park in their lawn. That's right. <laughs> There's fatherhood tips. <laughs> Follow us. You know, I think, though, like, it's funny with weeds. You never have to worry because the Bible says Le- leave the tares and the wheat Uh, among each other and he'll sort them out Mm -hmm. the problem is is with our children we allow them to have the weeds and don't teach them how to crucify it we don't teach them how to go for it we don't teach them hey this isn't the proper way i think what's hard about the boys is uh, i i like peterson's line jordan peterson i think his line is very spiritual and very like kind of contra to a little bit when he says let your children be monsters and teach them to regulate the monster you like Mm -hmm. the monster inside them it's like They're going to be sinful. If you keep telling them, don't be sinful, guess what they're going to do? He says, Paul says in Romans 7, wherefore, uh, he goes, when when the law came, sin revived and I died. When the law kept coming at him, sin revived more. When I kept throwing that law at me, the law, don't this, don't that, the sin revived in me. Then I died. And then he said, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus. He didn't say, I thank the law. He said, I thank Jesus for setting me free from the spirit of sin and death, the law, right? Yeah. The law. And he set me forth on the path of righteousness and grace. When I teach my children grace, okay, this is the decision you made, right? What was the best decision? What honors God the most? What honors your family? What honors you? Like, you're going to walk in integrity right in your heart. Those kinds of things. And I, you know, it's like I started working on this probably two years ago. And I, I just posted this thing from Alan Hood. Uh, he's a preacher here. He said something very, he's like, the best three words you could tell your kids is, I am sorry, please forgive me, right? Mm-hmm. What, you know, Like, help me, basically. Like, I want you to see what repentance is. Like, those kinds of things go so far with children, right? And sometimes we don't see that we're letting them marinate in these weeds and bitterness and anger because we promote bitterness and anger by our conversation and our talk, and that's dangerous to do. Yeah. And I'm... And, um
2: easy. If you have anything, go ahead and just raise your hand and we'll call on you at the end of the show. Uh, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> and and I want to contrast Jordan Peterson with actually a name that's big right now. And and I bring this up because I think it's important to look at two different perspectives, but Andrew Tate right now. I know his name is all over everywhere and, and a lot of controversy. Yeah. Be careful. We, um, I know <clears throat> my voice is going up.
1: I know that some content creators have actually been uh they've gotten stuff
2: taken down just for simply mentioning his name right he's he's social media is going after him
0: right oh yeah oh jordan no andrew tate oh tate
2: yeah <laughs> but let's talk about old tatey yeah Tighter. so I saw a clip of him one time it'd be cool to meet him I would be very interested to sit down I, it with would him, be it would be cool you know, to meet him because I I think he's got
0: he probably he, he me to he has hit a gym. some
2: very <laughs> he has some very gym, uh Sober perspectives, but it's very colored by his his background, his experience, and it's and fleshy. He is, it's right? fleshy, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and that's why I wanted to kind of contrast because I saw one clip where he was talking about a father needs to be mysterious. A father needs to be out in the world doing what he's doing and conquering, and then the the child will look up to him. Right, this whole concept of the father shouldn't be in the home, basic. I'm not trying to misalign his words or, I'm, or I'm misrepresent, you, but his idea was basically like father should limit how much he's in the home because he needs to be out there mysterious and, and that way he'll be more of a role model for the child. And I, it, it, Tate's a heck of a loaded figure, right? His dad, chess master, chess prodigy. Corrects me if I'm wrong, but parents were divorced, you know. So kind of going back and forth. Dad seems very mature, but but strict type guy, you know, raising him up. And you look at Tate's life, and he's you, got a
0: twin brother too.
2: Yeah, he's he's got a brother. They're they're both pretty darn successful business. He was kickboxer. Um, they're borderline mafia, basically. Yeah, they they got I guess connections in Romania or whatever. But if you look at the the pursuit of his life what's the pursuit achievement conquering right like you said from a spiritual lens very fleshy right Uh, uh, a lot of people get frustrated with his views on women but if you look at his views on women through the the world achievement sense it makes sense they're they're a possession they're a resource right men gather resources women are a resource in that sense biologically that's not my determination right? i was gonna say yeah, spiritually right, right. that's not our spiritually that's not our determination. he's not
0: saying that he's that, not justifying it no he's saying look at it through their lens if you can start looking at things through people's lenses you can empathize with them and help them lead exactly. or help lead them in, in the way of righteousness you know it's not just shutting them out oh you have no, no 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 look at it through their lens why do they see this lord will give you something to give them on the path of righteousness exactly. so i appreciate i Thank appreciate you. that viewpoint
2: and i think i think that type of mindset when If it gets built into a kid, if the kid does not get led by a spiritual home, a home where the priority in the parents is, how do I raise my child best? Now, that does not mean helicopter parent and all protect my kid from the world. Peterson talks about, and and I've kind of used this and and expanded it, is the father is the one who teaches the son how to handle the chaos, right? Peterson talks a lot about chaos and order. The father is the one who teaches the son how to go out in the wilderness and handle the chaos. The mother is the one who presents a safe place of order for the child to come back to, right? So the mother nourishes, the mother protects, right? She raises, she feeds, she, she's the one who gives emotional covering to. The father gives emotional connection, but in a different way because he leads the son and teaches the son or the child how to take risk in the world yeah. and how to overcome. Because that world, you and I have talked about, that world does not care about that child. They do not care about no. them as a human being. And so that world will beat that child up if that child has not been trained how to be on their own and how to handle the world in the realest sense. Right. And, and that's spiritual. Um, I love that, dude. Trials, me,
0: Trials don't discriminate.
2: No. And in Deuteronomy, it says, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. In other words, all the time you should be training up and instructing your child. What do you do it with? The standard.
0: I'm I'm, going to keep going, verses 8 and 9. It says that, uh, talk to them when you sit at home, when you walk down the road, when you lie down, when you get up tie them as symbols on your hands, bind them on your foreheads, write them on the door frames of your houses and your gates. It was literally telling them the world will eat your kids alive. It will sow seeds of dishonesty, deceit, uh, unrighteousness. It'll sow seeds of lust, power, envy, greed. And if we're not consistently putting this in front of our children, Mm -hmm. right? The word of the Lord. And it's funny. I used to hate it. My parents, (laughs) sorry, mom and dad, when they would be like, you need to pray, right? It's like, i get it from my five-year-old right 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 right. right. pray right but like now in the mornings i'm like buddy i'm I'm challenging you to read a couple chapters and they they do two chapters a day as far as scripture now i'm challenging them to read two to three chapters a day in books you know like i i was never taught that you know so book reading for me i hate it so i do a lot of internet listening so like challenging them to to to, to right now they're, they're studying old martyrs, you know, and stuff like that. Like they understand so that they understand what sacrifice really is like loving your neighbors, yourself, sacrificial love, that kind of stuff. Not that they might become martyrs. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. And, and nobody, no parent wants to think about that. But that is a reality in certain countries. You die for your faith. You die for yeah. what you believe. Right. So could that happen? I don't know. You know, it could, of course. It, it's, it's happened many times in history, so it's not a big deal. But I think teaching our children that this is actually a good thing for them, that it's necessary for them, that this is a part of their life. It's a part of them growing up. It's a part of your your learning, your 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 what's that? manhood, your development. I think it really helps them see like there's more of a world out there. But I don't. I can have wisdom when I go out into the world. So instead of like they're gonna learn it when they get out there, that's bullcrap. They should learn as much as they can with you. So when they go out there, they can be like a Solomon. I have some wisdom here. I'm not going to go touch that. I don't need to do that. I don't need to see this, Uh, all that stuff. So I think, uh, you know, from from my experience, I I had street knowledge, like of just how to do things. but I didn't have spiritual wisdom at all when it came to like the world eating me alive, dude. It ate me alive and it took me and and no, no, no cap, dude. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at my folks. They're not my salvation. They're awesome. I love my parents. They did the best they could with what they had. But was the word of God always in front of my eyes? No. Do I do it in front of my kids all the time? Probably not. I, need, I could do more. I'm saying this is a challenge to us to continue to push that. And, guys, this isn't an overnight turn the helm of the ship. This is an everyday, consistent thing to do with your kids. And, and that
2: you, you have to really have a sober outlook at it because what we're talking about, what, what's behind that or in between the lines is how much time – Because time is the ultimate factor. How much time are you actually spending with your children, with your family? And we talk about this in the sense of ministry. It can be the same in business. Look, there's always a cost. Whatever is is worth something, whatever you're chasing after, there's a cost on the other end of it. So if you're going after business, if you're going after career and achievement, your family will suffer. The relationship... Anybody who comes to me and says, well, you can do all of it. You can't. It's an absolute lie because there's only 24 hours in the day, seven days a week. Now, you can balance things, but you have to be able to sacrifice an aspect of something for something else. And and I was just watching something where the guy said, look, if you're at the office, be at the office. If you're at the beach with the family, be at the beach. Bingo. Don't mix them right and that helps balance things out i love that good point man you have to ask if you're spending 16 hours a day at the office that means you only have eight hours of the day with your family and probably six to eight of that is sleeping anyways you cannot pour into your children if you're spending all of your time at the office and in career and the reason we talk about this is
0: ministry is no different dude we've talked about this from from my vantage and your vantage yeah. point, how many times, like how easy it is to get sucked in to helping everyone else. And yet your ministry at home is suffering because you won't help your children. And in my head, this is what I was thinking. They're young enough. You know, as they get older, I'll, I'll spend more time at home. My oldest son's 14 now. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I'll sit here and tell you my imperfection as a dad. Does he love me? Yeah. You know what I love is He's taller than me now. He he's like 150 pounds, and he always wants to lay next to me. Yeah, it's getting difficult. <laughs> it's like you stink and bore, you know. Like you just and he's breathing on me. Dad, what you watching? Dad, what are you doing? He's he's and, that Saint Bernard that wants to is, cuddle. He man, and I love him. It's but I can see too, man. Like had he been five or six, and I was doing with him what I started doing maybe a year ago, two years ago, like the difference it would have made. And it's because I needed to make our ministry prosper. I needed to go do things. That wasn't the church's fault. That wasn't my ministry's fault. That was me. I, God wasn't telling me to neglect my family at all. He wasn't telling me to neglect my family for business at all. And and Todd preached that beautiful sermon yesterday about laying it down, letting it all go. Well, actually, it wasn't the sermon. It was the thing before where he was like, just let it go. Yeah. Like, let him do what he's got to do. Just quit worrying about that. Just let it go. Trust the Lord. And uh, it, it really ministered to me. It hit me again Same here. of letting things go. I don't need to do all that stuff. You know, I find more and more my kids are content with me. Not the crap they have, not the shoes they're wearing. They're nice. You know, like I buy them nice things, but they don't care about that stuff. I took my youngest son out to eat last night. So when you're watching this, it was Sunday night. <clears throat> he was asking questions about, Dad, you know, I want to go with you next time to go on that trip. I want to go with you, you, you. You told me a story about my oldest son. Yesterday, yeah. When he was like, Dad's helping me. That's what they care about. They don't care about you know what I mean? Yeah. We lived in an RV and they loved it. We live in a house and they love it. They don't care about the stuff. They care about you. They want to grow up to be like you. They want to be like you. You know what ministers in that?
2: If they do care about the stuff, it means there's something wrong. Oh gosh. Right? If 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 they Really do care more about the shoes and care about the TV and care about the computer, the the gaming system, than they do about spending time with you. There's something wrong in the priorities in your house, and I I know, I know parents will immediately say video games are addicting. I agree, very addicting. So the question is, what's the priority in the household? Because right. the, the the behavior or the action is, and and I don't mean to convict, but if it convicts, it convicts. If the, the video game addiction is out of control in the house, you've just proven
0: what the priorities in the house Bingo. are. You haven't set the way for them. <clears throat> and I'm saying that as testimony. I did it too. And when you start telling them, no, we're not doing that no more. Right? You take away the things that they love when they, <laughs> oh man, dude, you see it. And and I can tell you a story after story, but I think what you just said is right. Chris Valatin, I, I was listening to a kind of a, Little clip of his, and he said, "This you know everybody knows the scripture Proverbs twenty two, train up a child the way he should go when he is old he won't depart from it." He's like, notice it doesn't say train up your children to be godly, that's a given. Yeah, you train up your child in the way of righteousness, that's a given. So that's a part of that. Yes, he's like train them up in how they go, what they're called to, what their what what their mission is, and you push them to that go. Yeah, right. So when they're old, they won't depart from it. So they're not doing what college kids are doing today and all these other things where they're so confused on what they're supposed to do. And they went to four years of college, did a job for five years, gotten still so much debt. And all of a sudden they find their passion What the real passion was art and they're not making a ton of money. so they're burdened with all this debt. I mean, there's all these stories and examples because we didn't teach our children the way they should go. And we, you know? we think having the thought, all of us, we think having the thought
2: is enough. Uh, I really want to teach my kid how to, how to build a fire but I never do. Yeah. 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 You're then okay. I, I've just proven how I'm teaching him. Thank you, dude. It's the, it's the action That's convicting. and the behavior, right? That is it, convicting. As all it is to. for me too. Cause I can tell myself till I'm blue in the face. Oh, I, I'm really, I, I really want to do well with my son. If I'm not actually doing it, I'm not doing well with my son, but I can tell myself, oh, I'll start tomorrow. I'll, I'm going to build this habit. I'm going to do this behavior. And I'm a good person for thinking about live from the enemy. Because what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm comforting myself back into darkness Yeah, and we do it all the time because we say, oh, I'll start this. I'll start that. And aren't my intentions noble? No, because your intentions are not leading to action. Your actions are noble. Uh, uh, I, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it into a full quote with really thinking about it more, but I'm, I'm intended to think that I don't think intentions can be noble or ir, innoble there's there's some play in there, but I think what really matters is the action
0: that's produced by the intention. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. Because your intention will play out by the fruit of it, right? But right. you doing the action is so important. Even down to the little things, when your kids ask you to go play football outside and you're so tired and you're like, I can't, uh, I can't. I'm not
2: going to. I can't right
0: now. Or Dude, maybe later. They 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 all the time from me. They you know? they don't they quit asking you. Which is a scary thought. And then when they get older, you're like, Man, I wish So, so, so I got, can I just be honest about one thing? Last night I got upset about something in my room. I literally told the boys don't do that because you're going to wreck it. Guess what they did? They wrecked it. I was so frustrated, so frustrated. I was like, okay. And I didn't like yell or anything. I was just like, guys, I thought I told you not to do that. You know, and I was getting frustrated. But every time I get frustrated, I try to like, Lord, calm me down. I don't want to yell at them or, you know, show wrath or whatever. And I'm laying down and I got frustrated. My wife was in the conversation a little bit. I actually text her, you know, so sorry, blah, blah, blah you know, and uh, I, sh- I shouldn't have got upset. And uh, you know what made me really think about it? I was sitting there thinking how many parents have lost their kids and would wish they'd mess up their things. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's those little moments that you remember. Like, so what if they mess something up? So what? They're and, your kids. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want them to be a part of your life. If they mess it up, they're kids. They're going to mess things up, guys. Why should that frustrate you? You're supposed to train them. Train them, not discipline them, not beat them. Train them. So I got convicted. It's like, you know what? So they messed it up. Is it a big deal? Really? Right. Is it a big deal? Should they respect it? Yeah, and I'll teach them that. What is respect and honor? I just taught them a lesson on lying. You know what I mean? What is lying? You don't respect me enough to tell me the truth. Yeah. Those little lessons, I don't need to get mad at them. That's what you just said. No, Dad, I respect. No, you don't because it's what you did right. by the fruit, the fruit of it. So the future is if I really respect that, I'm not going to lie to him. If I really respect such and such, I'm not going to lie to him.
2: And I think <clears> along <throat> that line, I, I have a very difficult time and honor with, God. Okay. Yeah, I know man. all you people are theologians. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Yes, I know. I know <laughs> my, my, my default when my son comes to me and wants to do something, my default is in a second, or maybe later, right? Because I'm doing my thing. I'm, I'm focusing on what I'm focusing on or whatever. And he is at 11 all day. He, <laughs> he's just nonstop. And he's very social. Me, I could be in a cabin for a week by myself. Man, the world could burn. I don't care. I'm I'm very introverted when I need my rest. And so I have to step outside myself. And I've got to learn how to not have the default response of, in a second, maybe later. You you remember that I, dude, Cat Stevens song, man. the Cat Stevens song where you know the kid keeps coming to the father and wants to spend time with him and and the father's working or whatever, and and then the kid grows up, and the father wants to spend time with the kid, but the kid's like, ah, oh, maybe later. I got this. Like, it's a perfect microcosm of what we're we are actually training our children day to day and we don't
0: realize it I, yeah i notice it even with my folks now they call and they've said it to me a hundred times we don't want to call you when you're so busy i hate that it's like you've trained them to not a not a putting on <sighs> condemnation but you've trained them, i did you know because i was so busy and i wouldn't yeah. answer the phone and i was so and i'm like dude i've got i'm realizing man my kid 14 years old i got such a short amount of time I just, you and I have been talking about this a lot, very heavily this whole year with Carrie. man. I just think about, I only got like four solid years of teaching my co- my kid, my oldest kid of what I've been teaching him, but like more and more intently. Seven more years with Nathan, 10 more years with Aaron. You know what I mean? That's, that's crazy, dude. I got that much time and I'm not saying it's over right. at, at 18. I'm saying at that point, I would hope they're off to make their own decisions they're out Be the, in the best. World. Yeah, dude. And like Nate or Isaiah is a solid kid, but Street Smarts are still training him on Street Smarts, but he's so genius in, in his head. He's gonna hit his bumps. Nathan's gonna hit his bumps. Aaron's gonna hit his bumps. And it's like, how far do I go with them? Do I let him hit it? And it hurts to watch them make bad decisions. It's like, God, you know, did I train them? No, they're getting wisdom. They're getting wisdom from hitting their head. And uh, it just I don't know. It's it's your your thought process needs to go to fatherhood, right? Fathering, and
2: know? and whether you want to divulge details, that's up to you. But you recently made a massive change in your life because of priorities. I did, right? You 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 recognize those priorities, and you're like, you know what? I got to make a massive shift, you know. And I, I'm not putting that. Out. So now, tell the folks what you've done. You know? No, no.
0: I'll just say I'll just say there's some financial decisions I was making that to me were in our best interest, you know. And it's like. I can
2: because of the boys. Because
0: of the 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 family, the boys, yeah. and like the position I am at, I'm at in life. I was making some decisions, and I was like, okay, this is right, this is right. And then I'm thinking, you know, if I get rid of that right now, I'm saving myself this much money to go do this with them, yeah. to really invest in their futures. To 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 my oldest kid wants to play ball, basketball, and I thought, you know, I'm not a very good basketball. I mean, I was good, I was decent, but I wasn't very good. So I'm training him what I know, and we want to get him a a, a coach to to really help because he's homeschooled, so yeah. he's not in a school to, to teach him. And, like, you know, so it costs me now. So what? He wants to play ball. And one day he wants to grow up. He's like, Dad, I probably won't make it to the NBA. But you know what? I do want to help those NBA players. So he's like, I could be a chaplain. I could be a sports therapist. I yeah. could be a, a, a Talk strength, about wisdom, yeah, right? strength and conditioning coach. Because he went and looked it up himself. He's like, you know, 1% of kids going to college make it. So it may not be me. He's he probably be tall enough. He says he'll be 6'1", 6'2", maybe, but he won't be tall enough for. And I'm not saying there's not players that, that height, but he's like, I'm not going to do it, but I just want to play ball. It's a passion. Let him do the passion. Yeah. Let him do it. Because what if he, and then he said, you know, if that doesn't work, I, I, I love self-evident. I'd like to take over one day. So it's like, if cool. I invest in him now. So we made some decisions and I'm, I'm starting to reverse those decisions. I thought to myself, I'm 40 and I have these things. When they're gone, I'll be 50. 55 I can have those yeah. things then I can do all that stuff later like what does that matter now you see what and, I'm saying
2: and if you never got it what's what matters more in the outcome right yeah, dude. You know, are you gonna look 30 years down the road you'll be 30 years older looking back and going oh, I'm so glad I had that or or I did that no you'll be looking at how did you do with your children and how what kind of fruit is being produced in their lives now that they're growing up and that's that's a very sobering thought as it should be for especially men because we get so invested in our career and our achievement right i'll
0: add this too, just real fast those things i was investing in if i could afford them and probably taking on something else but i would have had to work harder at something else to do it in other words taking more time away from my kids right to keep Mm -hmm. those things and to do extra you see what i'm saying like i can afford it i'm good like I shouldn't say I can afford it cash. I can afford the payment probably. But like all these things that were going on, I'm like, I don't need this. I, I don't need it. I don't need better, bigger. I don't need all that stuff. I just want to keep them at the forefront that they know they're important. They matter just as much as the people at church matter. If yeah. not more, my kids matter more to me than, yeah. than that. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. It's very rare I answer my phone Friday, Saturday, Sunday from, from, from church people. You know what I mean? Yep, i Because it's and like here. that phone, that that that's done. I, this is my family time. You get me four or five days out of the week. I should say four out of the week and then Saturday, Sunday mornings and Wednesdays. You get me a lot. My kids need me. My wife needs me. So I, I literally said this is someone that sounds so bad. God forgive me if it was wrong. But I don't think it was wrong, but it might be wrong. I don't know. I just said, how long have you been dealing with this problem? Like four years? Cool. Can you wait two more days? Because like nothing wrong with that it's like can you wait two more days i'll I'll help you then you know but it's like those guys don't want me to be on the phone you know what i mean right they want to play a game they want to sit down with me and talk with me they want to you know what i mean that matters to them and i get so convicted if i'm spending time
2: with my family and i'm taking phone calls and i'm responding to texts and emails because it's, it's never just this 10-minute period and, okay, the rest of the day Thank is good. You. It's... This and 10 minutes later that and then 15 minutes later that and all. Oh, I got to go do this for a little bit and I'll be back because I got to go here. You know,
0: and, and, and most Christian people need to be honest with themselves. When you say, can I get a couple of your minutes? Just say, I need 30 minutes of your time. Yeah, because it's, it's, be. it's never going to be. It's five, never five. It's never two,
2: especially the people that are the most adamant.
0: Oh, just just two minutes. They're the ones that will take two hours. I've learned <laughs> I, I got burned by that. But it's, again, it's not that we don't care about you. You had we had all this time this week. And you had to reach me on a Saturday. And and here's here's a little bit of
2: advice to those people. Are you being selfish in your approach by saying my problems are more important than you?
0: I think mean about it. See, yeah. Of,
2: and and it sounds harsh. Oh, I'm really going through it. A, the Lord's your first person now, to go to. There are spe- there are special cases. Absolutely, but. You got to be sober minded about your problems and say, OK, is this really an issue that I need to take this person away from their family in the designated time outside of normal parameters? Do I really need to take yeah. away this time yeah. from their their wife and their kids I, I, for my issue or could I wait until it's
0: office time? I'll say this. I know. I know now getting calls about kids being baked acted, baker acted. It's it's that's had that's happened more than. Yeah. more than a few times being a pastor i'll take those calls right there are calls you take those calls are important that kid is so or that person is so um writhe without hope i'll bring my kid with me yeah you know what i mean like they'll see those little acts that we do with them they see man that's what daddy does they mm-hmm. think i'm superman dude they think all you're doing is helping people dad get to jesus that's awesome but superman needs to be at home with the kids right. too you know like be superman to your kids not just everybody else though they'll, they'll see by my example then be the example th- and th- what th- is, you know what i mean like for the for your for them right now right. teach them to be a dad you know
2: and what is your ex- and and to round it out because i know we gotta get going pretty sure. quick here um uh, what is your example producing because every day every moment you are actually setting an example whether you realize it or not it's it's Human beings have a lot of greats for each other, but they also see things in each other. And so if your kids are, are always seeing you putting other people fear first, putting career first, putting yeah. this first, putting your possessions first, that's what they're learning. That's the experience that Come they're on. getting. You know? yeah. And so it doesn't mean that you don't say, look, son, I love you, but this person is having a life or death issue. Let me let me minister as to what, right? That's important. That is that is
0: important. I think to round it all off, there's a lot of people out there that have strong voices about being a man, being a man, being a man. Dude, a real man is a father. A real man will teach others. That's a father figure. They father them into the faith, into into manhood, into husbandry, womanhood, you know, all that stuff. They handle responsibility both.
2: But it's not just your
0: sons, it's your daughters, too, fathers. You you know. Uh, I know a guy here, he's like, man, I, I, I'm starting to date my daughter. It's like, whoo! I don't have that. But, you know, yeah. I told Carrie, I have dinner with the boys each individually. We'll go out and have dinner. And I thought, you know, Isaiah's coming of age now. We're going to start going to some nice places and dress up. Yeah. Because I need to teach him this is respectable. We're, we're, we're man folk now, right? He's still a kid. We'll go out and have fun. But that is a huge thing. Teach them how to be, how to do, how to you know and I'll i'll read this last scripture to, yep. to to round it out and and go here it says one twenty 120, psalm one twenty seven um three five uh th- uh, uh one psalm one twenty seven three through five children are a heritage from the lord offspring a reward for him from him offspring are a reward from him like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth like arrows that means there's purpose and direction you're not just firing arrows Willy nilly, and they don't stay in the quiver for the rest of your life. Bingo! They
2: are built to, to be sent.
0: sent and to hit the target for their t- tranche all the way. Should go. Okay. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Listen to that. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. That doesn't justify having ten kids. What that means is, the quiver is full of them who have direction and purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, it was three. But now I have a bunch of spiritual family. Right. Right. And then it says they will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Means When they hit the real world, they're not going to be ashamed because they'll know wisdom, truth, justice, righteousness, mercy. Hopefully a lot of mercy because there's a lot of people that need the gospel. So with all that, guys, we thank you so much for tuning in. I know it's a little heavier podcast, uh, especially especially how we started it. (laughs) Raises over here anyways guys (laughs) go to truth.com. sign up for our newsletter we got a new newsletter out uh what's that kind of new but uh a new one just came out on property rights which is really exciting i know you're you're coming out with another one here guys watch out for the release of our new book coming out uh it's not going to be soon 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 but it's coming out soon uh that's exciting also don't forget we got our curriculum our live liberated constitution course huge 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 success i think a lot of people bought it they love it uh obviously could we do better yes but i mean we don't have to because you love us (laughs) and so there's all that we got some merch right uh you want to get some of this merch we got some new merch coming out that that, that's going to be really cool especially for the season uh all that stuff you want to be a donor be a sponsor go ahead to to the ministry's website uh be a monthly sponsor be a donor uh help our work get out to the to to the communities to the kids uh that's what our mission is here do you got anything daddy oh you're rehired by the way
1: oh thank you um He's got his mic privileges back. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
0: Um, we should
2: hold the button.
1: <laughs> I, I would like to just give kind of a little perspective on the other half, um, if you guys don't mind. Sure. Um, as you guys both know, I, I did grow up in, in quite a bit of a broken household, and I know that at least half of my parents listen to this podcast. Um, but I, I see and I appreciate the things that all four of my parents have done. But at the same time, I see things in my own life and I see things even in my siblings' life um, that I, I wish I had known. And I thank the Lord that I was able to learn from their mistakes. Sure. But unfortunately, like I still made my own mistakes. Sure. I, I came to the real world at probably around 16 and it it absolutely ate me up. Mm-hmm. And I had I had really no buffer, no wisdom or any idea of how to deal with it um there was no spiritual aspect at my church it was very legalistic um so even then my relationship with the lord was was shaky at that yeah, um and there are a lot of things i wish my father had taught me i wish that what what you guys were talking about before there i wish my mother had had supplied that emotional security um, not saying that she didn't all the time, but there were a lot of times where it just felt empty. I felt like I was in a house of, I felt like it almost like it was like a prison and school work, whatever it was to get me outside of the house was, it was that it was an escape. Yeah. Um, so there, there's it it almost it almost makes me sad kind of kind of listening to to the like like almost like a sad happy listening to you guys because like I, I wish my parents were at that point when they started parenting and if you guys made it this far like props to you for listening and I, and I really hope everybody got something from today because if you if you made it to this point you are probably realizing things in your own parenting relationships, in your own marriage, in in whatever that you can improve on and actually start supplying those needs for your kids so that they don't have to go through the things that a lot of kids these days unfortunately have to deal with. I mean, I, I look at my brother and I see the life that he has chosen for himself just because of the things that life confronted him with and the enemy confronted him with and the lack of wisdom that he had to combat it and the lack of, of spiritual knowledge to push it back. And, Mm. and unfortunately it was just all things that my, my parents kind of lacked in giving him and not to shift the blame all on them, obviously, because he was still the one that willingly chose those things
0: um but it's influences, right? Yeah. It's yeah. all influences. So I, I, I appreciate your story. I think we all grew up different. You had both sets of parents, mm-hmm. both parents, so did I, you know, and yours when I met your mom, she was so wonderful. I mean, probably your dad's cool, he just didn't yep. talk much. Your mom no, was he the social butterfly, and, yep. and you know, so cool. And to, to see how you were raised was like, dang, you know, pretty cool. Like uh I'm not saying it seemed leave it to beaver, but it had that kind of cool vibe, you know. We were raised on the road all the time Right. he had two sets of parents look at the walks and look where we're at right. so god can redeem
1: things absolutely but
0: you're still dealing with the after effects of how things happened. you know so again uh dude we gotta have we gotta get a camera for him we do we do and, yeah. and that's a mission of mine now this because hey, if mike wasn't selfish he'd have brought his camera to put Anywho's god bless all of you for <laughs> hey next time the middle shot's got to be tighter bro you get Showing all of our papers on the floor. Man, what's wrong with you? Look at that. We look like slobs right now. I was just noticing that. I'm like, way to go.
2: So if you want to become a producer for the Self-Evident <laughs> Podcast, go ahead, send your inquiries. Oh, would you guys look at the time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. We'll Love see you, you guys. guys have a great time. day.